right, all right. Hello, hello. It is I, your intrepid host, Eric Bauer, with the High Defamation Podcast. Once again, you know, I, I had a bit of a lag there. It has been too fucking long, listeners. Too long for sure. Um, and I had a flow going, too, for a minute at least. Um, I mean, anyway, I'm here now, and I guess that's what matters most, especially during all this fucking craziness and perceived upheaval. Uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on current events. This is not a newscast. It's a fucking music podcast. I get into politics every once in a while, but that's not what I want to make this about. Uh, I'm just going to say that I hope you're all doing your part in flattening the curve. And for my U.S. listeners, giving a little credence to the horse shit coming out of the White House. In a year's time, when we're looking back on this whole debacle... The only thing people are going to have to blame for its perpetration here in the United States, they sit in the Oval Office and they don't give a shit about any of us. Now that said, let's dig into some shit here. Um, (laughs) Yeah, started that off a little dour, didn't I? Um, But you know what? I'm going to get real every once in a while. Uh, It's something you can always expect. Uh, If I'm not sincere, then uh, there's not really any point in me doing this in the first place. So, as far as shit, I'm not going to get real specific about my listening habits as of late, uh, like I typically do, because if I'm honest, my shit's been all over the place. Uh, Killer South American shit like Massacre, Grafspe, or the newest Holocausto, uh, old-ass Polish death metal like Betrayer and Merciless Death, Invader's Morbid Reich and the masterful Imperator's Time Before Time. Oh, what a fucking album, man. Perfect death metal. Uh, been listening to a lot of U.S. death thrashers like Forbidden Evil, Ripping Corpse, and Funeral Nation. Some Nuclear Blast America classics, Afflicted's Prodigal Son, Sinister's Cross the Sticks, Gorefest with False, Incubus, and They're Beyond the Unknown. Fucking classics for sure. Now, I'd also be lying if I said I haven't copped any 2020 joints yet. Local Homies Despair's Unburdened Demo, the Annihilated, which was sent by a friend of the Patreon and podcast, Travis Kloppenstein. There's your plug, my man. And the 2020 drop from Chubby and the Gang, bangers one and all. Fucking, seriously, check check all of those out. They're all fucking good. Now, in terms of what we're going to dive into today, uh, it's simultaneously less specific than usual, while still more cohesive than the randomness of the last episode. Um, <laughs> there's a definite through line here, and uh, I'm getting to the point. Um, another friend of the podcast, Ben Smasher, fairly well known for his YouTube content. Uh, he puts up the channel called Brain Smasher. Check it out. Fucking thorough reviews. Talks about music, his passions in music, um, and he's a fucking good dude. Um, at any rate, he, uh, a while back, asked for some recommendations of punk from myself, as well as a couple other homies, and uh, he got recommendations that included shit like United Mutation, Void in the Faith, Union of Uranus, and Rudimentary Peni. Um, and knowing his listening habits, uh, primarily, he's into black metal, uh, a lot of the atmospheric stuff. Um, and a lot of it's, uh, it's a little bit avant-garde. So when I initially thought of shit to recommend, I kind of went toward the artier side of 
fucking hardcore punk. My recommendation was Rudimentary Peni. Now, he did a reaction video, and unfortunately, the only record that came close to hitting the mark for him was that last album, Rudimentary Peni's Cacophony. Um, so, to the point, uh, the man makes no allusions to the contrary when it comes to his fondness for ancient death metal, among other things. The man gets into some primitive, knuckle-dragging, filthy metal of death and is quick to talk about it. Now, that really should have steered anything I recommended rather than starting with something as abstract or unhinged as a grouping of bands we initially came up with. So, yeah, let's fucking talk about some surefire shit to get the old school death metal set punkified. Sound lame? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Does in my head anyway. <laughs> it's been on my mind and I'm going there anyway. But I'm not going to do it the disservice of calling it Stenchcore. At least not again. <laughs> I've already done that on the YouTube channel for those of you unaware. Uh, for uninitiated heads, we're delving into the metallic crust spearheaded by the scumbags and deviated instinct, hell bastard, sacrilege, soft throat, axe grinder, societic death squad, the once almighty amoebics and the gods in bolt thrower. Primarily of UK origins, uh, it spread quickly to the rest of Europe, Japan, the U.S., South America, and further. Still, to this day, I love this shit. I could live off a steady diet of these tunes for as long as feasible. Always intense. Heavy as fuck. Caveman tunage. For the so far left, you might as well be red set. So what's going to follow here isn't in any type of order, but it's all essential chaos. Let's fucking go. Okay, now one of the things to bear in mind as we go through this uh, episode today is that I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty details of every project that I'm about to talk about. In fact, I'm going to spare most of the details other than giving you a who, a where, a what album, what track. Um, this is intended uh, as an intro to somebody already well-versed in extreme music to get into punk rock music and most of what we're about to listen to is it's technically of the punk rock ethos but has more in common with that crusty filthy just troglodyte rhythms of fucking primal death metal um as i mentioned bolt thrower would be really your best point of reference for the majority of the bands we're going to go ahead and discuss today. Uh, without them, I don't know that any of these projects would have ever come to fruition. Um, there are plenty of other influences, as I've already listed off previous to, to this segue. Um, for now, we're going to jump right in. We're going to get started right now, right this second. Wait for it. With a, a fairly current band. Um, in fact, they released an album in 2018 on Compact Disc, which was then pressed to wax last year, 2019. Um, and probably, I don't know, spearheading this particular movement of music right now. I'm talking about Moscow's Fatum with their track, Informational Battlefield. Informational <laughs> Battlefield. 
And that again was the track Informational Battlefield by Fatum. Off of their 2015 album Life Dungeons, released by Neanderthal Stench. Um, again, they had an album in 2018, also phenomenal. Uh, one of the things that I really appreciate about Fatum is that not only do they take that metallic heft that we uh, learned from ancient forebears such as fucking Axe Grinder, uh, Bolt Thrower, again, not to name drop them too much, Sacrilege UK, um, but they also incorporate a lot of traditional heavy metal trappings, whether you're hearing influences from Motorhead or Venom or Hellhammer, even a little bit of Celtic Frost in there. Um, among other acts, you'll hear guitar lines reminiscent of some with some of the melodies in Iron Maiden's early ouvoir. Um, just fucking awesome, awesome shit. I can't urge you uh, listeners enough to check out Fatum from Russia. Just an awesome band. How many times can I say an awesome in this episode? Why don't you count? And if you can tell me the correct amount, maybe you'll win a prize. Maybe just some accolades. Who knows? Next in our lineup, we have got all the way from Halifax, Nova Scotia. That's Canada. Contagium with their track Lies Beneath. Let's give it a listen.
that's the perfect mood setter for Contagium's 2010 album Archaic, released by the Total End Records, again from Halifax, Nova Scotia. These fucking guys, brutal as hell. One of the things I really appreciate about their brand of this type of music is just how martial their rhythms are and how cold and mechanical and almost alien it sounds with the insane amount of reverb drenched vocals Ah, i just love it it's just fucking killer now not to uh spend too much time on one band we're jumping to the next group here this is from seattle washington my hometown talking about wilt with cold road of despair
once again, that was Cold Road of Despair by Seattle, Washington's Wilt off of their 2017 self-titled album released by Profane Existence. Who else? Uh, Never fails sort of label. Always bringing the fucking goods. The amount of, of, of LPs that, that this label has put out throughout the years that have borne some sort of importance, whether to, to crust in general or punk rock as a whole it can't be understated wilt a phenomenal just wrecking ball of crust laden death metal stadium d beat stadium crust if you will i really like kind of like that moniker <laughs> it definitely applies in the case of wilt just some of the most guttural fucking Stench. I mean, that's, there's no other word to describe the emanations of this type of tunage. Just awesome. I urge you to check out this album as well as their back catalog. Just fucking stellar. Now, we're moving on to one of the forebears, one of the godfathers of the genre. SDS from Japan, otherwise known as Societic Death Slaughter. The track we're about to listen to, Riding on the Ghost at Midnight. Go! 
I cannot again overstate because I feel like it's understated if anything the importance of a seminal band like SDS Societic Death Slaughter um, writing on the Ghost of Midnight one of the best tracks off of their 1992 album The Future Stay in the Darkness Fog that was actually their side of a split LP with Misery who we're going to be talking next uh, talking about next um, but I want to talk about SDS just a little bit more uh, coming from Gifu Japan uh, they didn't have a lot of regional peers uh, from Japan at that time uh, you had maybe SOB uh, sacrifice so the Japanese sacrifice not the Canadian sacrifice um, Gizm of course uh, and beyond those particular projects you'd be hard-pressed to say that their sound was anything like anything else out of Japan at the time it doesn't sound like confused Maybe a little bit of influences there. It doesn't sound like Disclose. It doesn't sound like Death Side. Uh, it sounds like SD fucking S. And that's the point that I'm getting at here. Uh, essential fucking project. Uh, the album was actually just repressed by uh, Profane Existence. Again, to mention Profane Existence. Now, originally it was released by MCR Company out of Japan. Amazing, amazing record. Moving on, we're going to go ahead and talk about Misery, uh, as I mentioned just a few moments ago. Uh, this is their track, Class Warfare, and it fucking kills. <laughs>
that was Class Warfare by Misery. Off of their 1994 album, Who's the Fool? Released by Profane Existence uh, again. Profane Existence coming up in the combo. Uh, Like I said, seminal label. Putting out seminal records by seminal bands. Misery, probably one of the most important bands from my youth. Uh, Not only helping to shape... Uh, the future landscape of the the type of music that I would get interested in, uh, but also helping to uh, establish my sense of awareness of of American politics and talk about uh, a band with some heritage. I mean, these guys have been around forever. Uh, That split with SDS came out in 1992. Uh, They've influenced everybody, whether it's other Minneapolis bands like Destroy or Code 13. Um, you know, that, that Havoc Records roster uh, from the early days, if you will. Um, all the way up through today, their influence can be felt uh, in the crust scene, the metallic crust scene, the fucking verging on death metal crust scene. Totally important. Again, another band that cannot be, their importance cannot be understated. Um, phenomenal. Now, moving on, we're going to talk about a band that's relatively new. They had a demo prior to releasing the album that this next track came from. Uh, the track we're going to listen to is titled Culto Abysmal by Cruz. Check it out. Yeah! Right. 
Occulto Abysmal by Cruz. Fucking A. Uh, just savage, primal, DB-driven, HM2, effect-laden. Bordering on some fucking Sweeteth there. And I know that that whole thing was a little bit overplayed. In like the early 2010s, uh, but crews do it fucking phenomenally. Uh, coming from Barcelona, Spain, uh, that album was released, like I said, 2016. Uh, collaborative effort between To the Death, Neanderthal Stench, and Sentient Ruin, based here in the States. Uh, just a phenomenal record. Their demo's excellent as well. A band, like I said, a fairly new band that I cannot urge you enough to check out scope their fucking releases awesome shit and we're moving on to another u.s band uh another band that uh they're not new um in fact they're probably at this point one of the more well-known names uh in this type of fucking madness that we call music i'm talking about portland oregon's hell shock tell me it ends well
and Tell Me It Ends Well appeared on 2009's They Wait For You Still, originally released by H.G. Fact. Japanese label was later repressed by Blackwater Records out of Portland. And fucking what what a band, first of all. Hellshock, again, as I said, they've been around for quite a while, early 2000s. Um, as far as I know, they're still together. I haven't heard much coming from them as of late. I uh, saw them open up for Crude SS, I want to say back in 2016. It might have been 2017. Um, they put on an amazing show. Um, definitely not overshadowed by the headliner. In fact, I would say the band of the night actually was Hellshock. Don't, don't get me wrong, though. Crude SS, seeing them live, bucket list item ticked off right there. Um, just absolutely savage crust. Uh a little on the Hess side, one of the things I, I fucking love about uh, all of their albums, um, they're not afraid to fucking solo, man. That fucking guitar bit at the end, I fucking love it. It's perfect. It's a perfect tail end to a perfect track. Um, now we're going to move on to the next band. Like I said, I'm not going to spend much time on these on these groups. Um, we're just, we're going snap, snap, snap. I don't know if you heard me snapping there. Um, <laughs> We're going to talk about another band from Canada, this time Vancouver, B.C., Limb from Limb, with Relentless Torment. It fucking rages. Buckle in. Oh 
And again, that was the track, Relentless Torment, by Vancouver, British Columbia's Limb from Limb. Uh, the album, Death, Famine, Plague, released 2007 by No Options Records. One or two of those guys was in the band uh, Chapel, uh, another Canadian-based group, playing more in the vein of Venom and Motorhead. Um, you know, if you've heard shit like Midnight then you'll have a pretty good idea of what Chapel sounds like. Nothing like what we just listened to. Just savage, feral assaults of Christian-hating brutality. <laughs> um, just the thematics of the album are perfect. The mood, the atmosphere, awesome, awesome shit. Uh and again, a huge, a huge recommendation from me. Uh, get into it. So, moving right along. Next band. How many times have I said next band this podcast? It's a good question. But we are. We're moving right along. We're going to talk about another Pacific Northwest band. This time from Seattle, uh, my area, my corner of the woods, uh, much like Wilt's. Uh, with the band Sanctum and their track, This Downward Path. <laughs>
Jesus, what a track. Um, Front to back, just a a pure assault and bludgeoning of the senses. Um, Again, that was This Downward Path by Sanctum, released in 2008 uh, off of the album On the Horizon, uh, their only full-length album, which uh, I want to say was the successor to a split LP with Stormcrow also comes with the highest recommendation that I can honestly give it. Um, really just, I don't know. You can't, I want to say for the time, unique, especially for the scene, for the area, for the region. Um, and unfortunately, I wasn't living up here long before this album broke and this band kind of disintegrated. Um, members are playing with bands such as Fema Coffin, and Primal Right Now, I believe one of the members may be involved in Portland's Slut Vomit. Um, awesome project. I, I love that shit. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on uh, to another fairly legendary band uh, with not much longevity uh, behind them. They're, they're not super old. When I say not much longevity, I, I mean, they've not been around for you know, decades and decades, like a couple of these uh, projects have been. But they have been around long enough to make a pretty impressionable impact. And I'm talking about uh, Gothenburg, Sweden's Stormwielder. And this track we're about to play, Fields of Genocide, it's a fucking rager.
Genocide, uh, a fucking amazing track, comes off of the 2013 record Grim Visions of Battle, released by Cubo de Sangre, Gin Sword Wielder from Gothenburg, the birthplace of melodic death metal. <laughs> Sorry, I, I say that and I have to laugh. Um, that's beside the point. Sword Wielder is not melodic death metal, as you've just heard. Some fucking relentless crust. Um, just released a new album last year, released by Profane Existence. The Peerless Profane Existence come up a lot during this particular episode. Um, the impact Sword Wielder has had on the scene has been nothing but phenomenal, uh, influencing a lot of the European acts, perpetuating this type of music. Um, and one of the things you'll notice as far as differences go between the European groups that, that we've discussed uh, and some of those from American soil, uh, there is definitely a, an audial difference uh, in their attack while it's for the same effect um, to create some just ravenous, metallic punk rock, really. Um, we're going to talk about another European band, Instinct of Survival with Suffocation. <laughs>
fucking instinct of survival with suffocation off of their north of nowhere album released 2009 by world funeral uh instinct of survival as i i believe i said comes from hamburg germany and fucking what a band i mean the bolt thrower influence is unmistakable the uh, entombed dismember influences also unmistakable there's some death metal chops to be sure in the music of instinct of survival um they put out several other releases in fact fairly recently they're still active as far as i know um and they've played with atmospherics um you know they definitely don't shy away from trying to strive for that arena crust sound that you get with a band like tragedy um just fucking killer killer music um and I urge you to look into their back catalog. It's, it's fucking all outstanding. Um, so next up, we're going to go back to Japan uh, because there's a lot of bands in Japan, from Japan, worth discussing. Um, and I know this is only the second one, and it will be the last one for this particular list, but you got to keep in mind, this isn't a, a best of list or a, a my in my opinion, greatest hits list. This is simply a list of tracks that i think make punk rock approachable to somebody more attuned to the raw and primitive beatdowns present in death metal um so the band in question you might ask effigy of course with their track cruel mind <laughs> Yeah. 
Coming all the way from Takamatsu Kagawa in Japan. Again, that was Effigy with their track Cruel Mind, uh, which appeared on their 1999 record Evil Fragments, released by Dark Age. Uh, it's a mini LP, and you know, if you were to be dismissive of the album, you could basically call it axe grinder worship. Uh, you look at the logo uh, for the band, and it's taken right from the axe grinder font. Um, now, they did put out several other albums, and like I said, if, if you were to be dismissive, you could call them axe grinder worship. They aspired to be far more than that. Um, they implemented a lot of different atmospherics, as did Axe Grinder, but in uh, ways that were a little less subtle than uh, their UK um, inspiration. Um, like SDS, they took a lot of um, the influence from latter-day anti-sect uh, from the UK as well. Um, all for their benefit. I mean, Effigy's Cruel Mind is one of... Uh, I would say the essential albums in this particular genre um, and one that I think everybody interested in this type of music uh, and pursuing bands that have a history, uh, you know, per purveying this type of fucking metallic crust um, need in their uh, in their collection in some form or another. It's fucking awesome. Uh, great band. I, I honestly can't say their praises high enough. Um, so we're going to move on. We're going to move on, move ever onward here. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on any one of these as much as I, I could just really dig in to all of these projects. Um, we're going to tackle a fairly recent band um, and probably one of my favorites uh, in the current landscape of, of musicians playing this type of music. And that would be... Uh, cancer spreading from Modena, Italy, uh, and this is their track, Psychosomatic Nausea. <laughs>
Again, that was Psychosomatic Nausea by Cancer Spreading. As I said, they come from Italy, and that was released off of their 2016 record, Ghastly Visions, another Neanderthal stench uh, offering. Uh, a fucking amazing label. Um, and an amazing track, from the martial rhythms to the wretched vocals to the fucking HM2 sound driving the guitars and the thud, the militaristic thud of that fucking rhythm section Christ I can't think of many more bands perpetrating this music that are more perfect than Cancer Spreading um, they don't have a lot of releases under their belts I think maybe a couple full lengths and a bunch of splits um, well worth your time just awesome now we're moving on to another band another fucking crucial band when you're talking about projects of this ilk you would be remiss not to mention Poland's Filth of Mankind coming from Gdansk um, I would attempt to pronounce the title to this track but I uh, have a rough translation into English respect for diversity this fucking cut slays <laughs>
And that track comes off of the final chapter released in 2000 by Scream Records. Uh, Filth of Mankind, such a special band. And that record, it, it's so important in the scene. Uh, and it's an album that I fucking love so much. I, I own it on multiple formats. And I don't buy a lot of multiple format records. I either have it on tape or record or CD. I don't generally feel compelled to fill it out on every single one of those uh, uh, formats, uh, not to overstate the word format, but um, fucking Filth of Mankind, the final chapter, seminal album. Um, there's a palpable groove to just about every song on the album and a driving buildup in every track, atmospherics to boot. Um, the band knows how to craft a song, a, a track. They know how to put together an album as a cohesive um, vision. Um, it's a, an album that when you put it on, you're going to want to leave it on until uh, it, it, it comes to its natural conclusion as opposed to just ending it early. Uh, and this goes for everything that Filth of Mankind released. Now, sadly, they did split up. Um, however, uh, spiritually uh, succeeded by the band Mourn, uh, based now out of Boston, uh, Massachusetts, with uh, the frontman Milos uh, finding his home there. And much like Filth of Mankind, a very atmospheric, um, a very uh, attack-driven band that knows how to build up a track. They know how to get into uh, a fervored crescendo um, that just explodes into a metallic mass of a hypnotic awesomeness um awesome awesome shit i i can't recommend it enough in fact it's almost criminal to have other bands following this track uh, there's two more bands i want to talk about uh and we're going to jump right into the next one another canadian band from toronto uh this time we're going to hear into their shadows by legion 666 i am one of them John!
comes courtesy of Schizophrenic Records, a fucking great label out of Canada. Uh, the album itself, 2000's Kiss the Goat, uh, the first album released by Legion 666. And they've toyed with their moniker numerous times uh, in the years since this album was released, going by just Legion uh, or Legion with 666 as Roman numerals instead of the number. Uh, either way you cut it, everything this project has put their name on has been gold. Um, just a writhing upheaval of conservative values of Christian theology. Um, basically what I look for in a band, uh, you know, jamming out to this type of shit. Um, it's just awesome and brutal and focused and a, a razor sharp, uh, I, I guess, viewpoint into uh, punk rock and its ethics and its ethos and, and its DIY sensibilities and its uh, stance in politics and, and as a social uh, statement. Um, now, I may be reading too much into this, um, you know, and that's one of the beauties of this type of music is that it's it's there for everyone to form their own grasping of, of the band's intents. Um, Legion 666, they just want to fucking rail against Christ and put out some brutal tunes, and they do that in spades on Kiss the Goat. Again, the track we heard was Into Their Shadows. Phenomenal. We're going to talk about one more band here uh, and probably the newest band on this list. Uh, the track we're about to spin, Spit on My... <laughs> See, we're getting to the end and that's when I start fucking up. But you know what? I'm not going to edit this shit. Uh, not this late in the game. So the track we're about to spin is Spit on Mankind by Atriment.
That's off the album Scum Sect, released in 2018. It's a joint effort between Sentient Ruin and Caligari Records here in the States. Atrium come from Oakland, California, and their blackened take on this metallic crust shit is a little bit unique. Um, but astute listeners will probably picked up on blackened elements from several of these projects. It's undeniable the later you get down the timeline that these bands are incorporating just about anything they can from extreme music and um, black metals, no exception. Um, nothing's off limits here. Um, Atrament, vicious, surly. I don't know. Could you call it just straight up death metal? It's crust. I'm sorry. Uh, crusty death metal, if you will. <laughs> just my perspective, folks. I am not the be all end all. My word is not law. Um, but a fucking uh, awesome release, an awesome track. Um, as far as I know, the only thing from this band, maybe one other release under their belts beyond this or before this, um, really looking forward to new material. Um, should that ever you know, see the light of day with, uh, current events, uh, and whatnots, you know, again, I'm not going to get into that. Um, I'm here to give you all an outlet, to give you something to listen to, something to maybe take away from this, whether it's new shit to check out, um, whether it's looking deeper into these tracks and and uh, seeing something um, thematic-wise that, that sticks with you, that sticks in your craw, um, just eats at your mind uh, and, and makes you think about it for you know days after. Um, that's at least what I look for in music and all of these bands do that for me in, in some regard. So that being said, I'm done. I've got nothing else for you today. Um, it's a long one and I hope you all are able to soldier through it. Uh, I want to say thank you to my Patreons, uh, or patrons. Uh, what's the proper, what's the proper verbiage for somebody who supports you on that platform? Um, given the times that we're currently experiencing, I'm honestly thinking about suspending Patreon services, um, and and not taking any money from my supporters. It it, it kind of feels a little bit off right now. Um, I'm thinking on that. So that said, uh, for all of you people who don't support me on that platform, that's, that's fine. Great. I appreciate any support I get with this particular project, whether it's just kudos or shout outs or props or, uh, you know, words of encouragement on the Facebook page or Instagram. Um, your listenership means a lot. I, you know, I, I would still be doing this without it, but, uh, that dialogue that we open up when we talk about this kind of stuff and the impact that it has on us is a lot of the reason why I do this project. Um, not just to hear my own voice. I'm not that narcissistic. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit, but yeah, it's up for debate, right? Um, anyway, that said, I'm going to be better about getting the following episode up within a month. Uh, maybe less than a month. We'll see what shit looks like. If I'm still working from home, I've got no reason not to be on this tip on the regular again i humbly thank you all for all of your support throughout the almost year and a half now that i've been doing this project and picking up steam 
it's awesome. It's been a rad experience and I'm going to keep it going. So keep it real, folks. Be safe. Be smart. Flatten the curve.